0: Intimacy Advisor Podcast is brought to you by Lovers Lane. Sign up for the Frequent Lover Loyalty Program and earn one point for every dollar you spend in-store or at loverslane.com, ambiance.com, or sexdrive.com. Visit a Lovers Lane location or loverslane.com to learn more. Welcome to the Intimacy Advisor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Tomtom, and I just finished binging Build Your Own Sex Room on Netflix. This show is so great. It has everything. I think of it as home improvement show meets couples improvement show. It's all about exploration. It's super sex positive and kink positive. And I I just love it. So if you have not seen it, I really encourage you to watch it, uh, you know, after the kids go to bed and whatnot. Melanie Rose is an interior designer who was asked by a client years ago to design a sex room for them, and then she never looked back. That's just what she does now. The really cool thing about the process, at least on the show, is that she also takes couples to expand their exploration. So, you know, if there's a particular thing that they're interested in, they'll go to a sex shop and look at sex toys or they'll have a flogging lesson. So it's, there's education, skill building, and lots of really great communication. And she is just so fun and enthusiastic. Uh, So I tend to be pretty picky about these kinds of things. And shows that focus on sex aren't necessarily always doing it from a really sex-positive perspective. And this show is fun and entertaining without yucking anyone's yum. I think that there's a lot that we can pull From the show in terms of creating our own environments that feel really sexy, you know, setting the scene, creating a context that is conducive to arousal and intimacy and sensuality and connection is achievable for all of us. We don't need a celebrity interior designer to achieve this or, you know, a Netflix level budget, I think it's really about being intentional and there's so much inspiration that you can get from watching the show, but I'm going to also give some suggestions for ways to create a space in your existing rooms to build out you know, treasure chests, to explore sensuality with lighting and textures and furniture pieces that can be really fun for position or kinky explorations. So I think one of the things that Melanie does incredibly well is that she's always including sensory elements she describes her work as sophisticated and sexy. So the rooms aren't cheesy, which is really nice. She creates so many different styles on the show, which I love because people think of sex spaces as being dungeons. So dark and leather and and black and, you know, it can feel intimidating. And what I love about the inspiration from this show is that Melanie really shows us that sensual and sexy spaces can have lots of different kinds of feels, colors, decor, all different styles can be incorporated into a sexy space, really just depending on what your intention for the space is. You can create anything from a serene, calming, indulgent space to a space that can turn into, you know, a raunchy stripper vibe, right? But when setting up a space that's dedicated to sex and play, or even if it's not fully dedicated to sexuality, at least a space that is going to be really. Conducive to sexual exploration, I think ask yourself what is your sex style? So you might like minimalist modern for your day to day spaces, but maybe your sexy space is more indulgent or more rock and roll. This is, we touched on this a little bit in the Femme Dominance episode of, you know, your sexual persona, you know, who you want to embody or who you do embody in the quote unquote bedroom might not be the same as the person that you are in a work context or in a family context or friend in your friend relationships, right? So, Really think about what are the things that turn you on? What are the things that make you feel in your erotic power? Things like color, theme, texture. The process of thinking about what you want your space to look like and to feel like can also be a lot of fun. Start a Pinterest board with your partner, add images any textiles, photographs, anything you think is sherry, anything you think is sexy, an album cover, a piece of art that you want to print and have framed, images of spaces that feel sensual to you, or just colors, fabrics that you come across. And both add to the board and start building out all of the possibilities for your space. It's like visual sexting. And this gets the conversation going in a fun and interactive way. It's an activity that gets you thinking about the kinds of exploration you want to try, how you might like a space to be set up and it gets the juices flowing. It's like being your own sex coach, right? Sex coaches give you activities and prompts to get you into an erotic mindset. So a Pinterest board or even a sexy vision board that you and your partner work on together can be this activity that helps reignite, open up, or expand your sexual conversations. And from there, the exploration can really expand too. And you can start finding elements that you can incorporate into your space that align with that vision board or Pinterest board. You might come across throws or textured pillows or candles or, you know, really sexy pieces of art that you can sprinkle into your existing space if you don't have one that is a dedicated sex room like all of the people on the Build Your Own Sex Room show. And these can be visual cues and reminders and almost, you know, like accountability buddies in your space to tapping into that energy. She does a really great job on the show of getting to know couples sex interests before designing the space. So that's also the other element that you've got to think of is not just what do you want to be surrounded by visually, Uh, you know, to stimulate the senses, but also what do you want to be doing in the space? My favorite moment in each episode is when she takes out her Mary Poppins bag of goodies and opens it up and shows people different toys, different textures, different uh, kink implements, to get the conversation started and the thing that's great is that she's really excited about it and it is a moment of discovery for the couples. So this could be something that you can create on your own just by going into a sex shop. Like Lover's Lane, for instance, or going on to sexdrive.com. Don't go with the intention of making any purchases necessarily. Go with the intention of just looking at things and having a conversation with your partner about them. So, browsing a sex shop website together and treat it like you would a yes, no, maybe list. So a yes, no maybe list is a list that has all the different potential sex acts that one might enjoy engaging in. And you put the categorize things based on yes, this is absolutely something I'm interested in doing. The maybes are the things that pique your interest, but only under certain circumstances are you interested in exploring them. And then the no's are the things that either just don't turn you on or make you uncomfortable or just you have no interest in, right? And the idea with a yes, no, maybe list is with a partner and you can do this solo as well, certainly just to, you know, rev up your engines and get some refreshers on where you're at in your sexual journey, a a little snapshot of this moment right now. When you do it with a partner, the idea is that you fill out your lists separately and then you come together and you talk about it. So all of the things that overlap on your yes lists are like, great, this is now our playing field of things we can explore. You then look at your maybe list and see if there's any things that overlap there. And that's where you have conversation around under what circumstances you might be interested in exploring those things or what the boundaries would be for you. And you're not necessarily even wanting to incorporate all your maybes right away into your play. Think of it as a process that can unfold and give you a just a lot of inspiration for where you can go in your sexual explorations. And then the no's are the things that you just leave off of the table for now. The idea with a yes, no, maybe list is not that you're trying to push your partner's no's to yeses. The goal with a yes, no, maybe list is to just get a really good sense of where the boundaries in your play are, all of the things in your playing fields that you can explore. And you can kind of take this same approach to going and perusing a sex shop website if you're wanting to reinvest in your sexuality or actually set up a physical space that is going to create the lay the scene, set the context for the kind of play you want to have with your partner. And I would imagine this going something like clicking on anything that sparks your interest and then having conversation with your partner around it and then switch off, like let them peruse and select some things and just start. And even if you're giggling at stuff, even if you're just clicking on something to discover what on earth is this thing, or how would somebody use this? It can be really fun way to open up conversation and learn about, the things that turn your partner on, that turn you on, the overlap that you have, and then to use that as your jumping off point for, okay, so if we were to set an environment, set a scene, set aside some space in our house for exploration, we now know where we're wanting our play to expand the direction that we want it to go in and that can give you a lot of good information for the kinds of things that you would want to be able to do just really physically in your space and once you have an idea of what you want to be doing in this space this really helps you know kind of what the center piece and what elements you'd like to highlight in the space. So if impact play or restraint is your thing that you're excited about, over the door cuffs are fantastic for any doorway that you have in your room that you can just open up and use for play perhaps you paint the inside of your door a really sensual sexy color so that when the door opens you are transported into the space in a different context or create an under the bed rollout storage container you know, just get a plastic bin with wheels, line it with velvet or another sensual fabric and lay all of your impact play items in this special box so that you can roll it out and you have them all there available for you whenever you want to use them instead of having to go dig in a drawer or in the back of the closet to find something, just making it more accessible invites that kind of play in. There are tons of small pieces that you can use to make this kind of play really accessible in your space. Any of the Liberator line, uh, the black label of position pillows have cuffs attached to them. So not only do they help with exploring different positions with a partner, help support the body in a range of positions that might not otherwise be very comfortable, but you can also incorporate restraint into them. So the ramp wedge combo is one of my favorites because you get two triangular shaped pieces, and you can use them in lots of different ways. And then once you have the cuffs cuffs attached, really the only other thing you need is perhaps a blindfold to up the sensory experience of playing And you haven't necessarily changed anything substantive about your room except that you've made those pieces accessible and you can continue to explore the kind of play you already enjoy and just change the dynamic. There's also things like bondage boards or like um, portable uh, mats that you can place over your bed that have bondage incorporated into them. Under the bed Restraint systems are fantastic because they tuck under the mattress and then it is your body weight that is securing the straps down. Get a new set of sheets that feel really fantastic and are really sexy. Get a couple candles, purchase a bondage board, and all of a sudden you're transported into a different context in your space. One of my main takeaways from the show is that she creates spaces that are very user-friendly and that just have a really nice feel to them in terms of how the couples want to feel. So there's a, a participant named Raj, and she's in episodes one and two, and she keeps saying really focusing on how she wants to feel rather than specifically what she wants to be doing in this space. And I think that that's fantastic. The design for her space is then really built around these feelings. So is it a playful space? Perhaps you were wanting to explore light airy fabrics in your sex space to give an ethereal feel or do you want your space to tantalize you in which case maybe erotic art is the thing to put up or at least start building a vintage erotic art collection that you can take out of the chest or the box or from under the bed from time to time if having it out is not something that's possible for you in your space are you interested in more of a grounded feel try darker lush colors thick rugs that you can roll around on the floor are you interested in more of that spa vibe consider spaces for candles throughout the room Perhaps a chaise that you can lounge on. Maybe get a set of sexy robes that you have on hand and you wear anytime you're in the space as if you've gone to the spa and you're having a little staycation. The possibilities are endless. You can start from any point what you want to be doing, how you want to be feeling. Or perhaps it really is just these are the elements that I know that I want in my space. It's a matter of getting creative, thinking about the different elements that ignite your sensuality and your sexuality. It's putting a little intention and effort into the space to create a sexy vibe, and this doesn't require making a whole lot of changes to your space. Just a few pieces that can be used for positioning or restraint can be great to have on hand for exploring in new ways. And like I said, the show on Netflix is truly fantastic and a great place to start to get some ideas, whether it's kinky furniture pieces or reimagining everyday objects in a sensual context or getting inspiration for colors and textures and wallpapers and bedding, etc. that just make you feel your most sensual and erotic self. So next show that has got to go on your list for binging is Build Your Own Sex Room. Get on to sexdrive.com and start exploring some of those position pieces and some of the bondage and restraint gear that you can discreetly set up in your room. Make your sexy vision board and get your best sex life going. There's no time to waste. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us on intimacyadvisor.com. You can find all of the products mentioned on today's show at sexdrive.com and loverslane.com. You can find us on social at pod. Until next time. Intimacy Advisor Podcast is brought to you by Lovers Lane. Sign up for the Frequent Lover Loyalty Program and earn one point for every dollar you spend in-store or at loverslane.com, ambiance.com, or sexdrive.com. Visit a Lovers Lane location or loverslane.com to learn more.